Hey folks, this is Mike Lafferty. Thanks for tuning into the BAMP podcast. Um, there's my charming co-host, uh, Ross Watson. And here today we have Anthony Williams and Andy Lanning, who somehow stumbled into our shabby little dog and pony show to talk about their new comics project. But before we get started, I am contractually obligated to play this um, fabulous musical intro. And that, um, that glorious uh, musical introduction assures you, gentle listener, that this you are ingesting a high-quality, high-production values podcast. Um, finest, ethically sourced, farm-to-table, geeky conversation for your podcast listening pleasure. Um, so these gentlemen really don't require any introduction, but I love the sound of my own voice, so I'm going to give them one anyway. Um, Andy Lanning has been doing comics um, for, well, just a very long time. Um, most recently on the podcast, uh, talking with Ron Mars and us uh, about three years ago for the Endless Winter event at DC. Um, you might, oh, Jasmine, I, I'm sorry, Jasmine, I missed you. Jasmine, Uber strategist, thank you for joining us. Hey, it's okay. I'm just checking that everything's okay The uh, with the recording. Um, have a good time, you guys. Oh, thanks, Jasmine. Yeah, we're actually on the air. Everything's good. Okay. <laughs> Hello, audience. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Um, well, hey, that was kind of, that was like when Kramer walks in, you know, on the first bit of the Seinfeld episode. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, Andy, uh, Ross, go ahead, please. I was going to say, Andy's been in the business, as far as I can tell, since 1989. Sounds about it's, right. Nope, two, two years earlier, Andy. Oh, thanks, Ant. <laughs> well, it's only because we both started at the same time. Ah, so 87, 87, awesome. Yeah, we're very old. <laughs> Slightly after the earth cooled and there were still dinosaurs and cavemen running around. I was going to say, I keep saying, it's like, I remember when all this was fields. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might be best well known to a lot of our listeners as um, you worked with Mr. Abnett on uh, Nova and the Annihilation War and the War of Kings and a lot of those um, high-profile Marvel Cosmic events that were um, just awesome. And, 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 because you and, didn't and. mention Legion, you didn't mention Guardians. <laughs> lots and lots of projects with Dan Abnett, let's just say. Uh, indeed. And uh, not, not, not to short you, Anthony, uh, you are a very famous artist who's uh, done a lot of work, um, most recently on Batman, I understand. I know you did a lot of work. Uh, no, no. I mean, the, the most recent stuff I've been working on is Judge Dredd's. I mean, I've been out of the game for, for a long time, probably about 2001 was the last time I was working for Marvel and DC. But uh, but I used to, I used to have an up-and-coming inker called Andy Lanning who ate all my stuff uh, back then, which was kind of cool. Well, it's good to have friends, right? <laughs> so I appreciate you guys joining us from across the pond. I know it's about midday for you guys over there at the center of civilization in England. I'm going to play the trailer for this uh, new project you guys are working on with mm. the sound off in the hopes that um, YouTube won't decide that I am besmirching someone else's copyright. But uh, this is a new game called Slave Zero X. You guys are doing the promotional comic for. This is kind of an old school side scroller. And it was described to me as a dystopian biopunk setting. Mm. And I got to say, it looks like a bunch of fun. Can you guys give us some background on it? Yeah, yeah. We um, so 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 and 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 I um, um, set up a little company called Ideas and Inks, where we we work with um, people to basically doing a lot of sort of custom comic stuff and development stuff using comic book 
um, storytelling techniques with with other people's IPs and you know the crossover with video games we like to say it's not so much a venn diagram as just an overlapping circle you know it's like uh, you know the, you know it's it's like people are into 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 gaming tend to be into into comic books and uh, and and the guys at ziggurat games they they've got a great little um, little setup they've um, they've got the licenses to a lot of um old games from ps1 ps2 days even uh, Things like the what we called the Mega Drive over here. I think it was the Genesis over there, the Sega Genesis and stuff like that. And they, they, um, they've got a model where they'll they'll up they'll take these old licensed properties and they they upscale them um, and they they, they um, make them you know better quality for today's systems. But they'll also do things like they'll add 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 levels. Um, and in the case of Slave Zero, which was an old game from the I think it was the early 2000s, which was a first-person shooter, um, and um, and and you can tell it's from the 2000s as well. It's got that kind of very very um, blocky uh, animation style. But what they decided to do was a, a, a prequel to to that game uh, and do it as a do it in the side-scrolling uh, genre. Um, as you can see from this, it's got the you know that real um, retro feel to it. Um, and and so the not only is the game a, a, a prequel to the uh, uh, to Slave Zero, um, there's a lot of rich story world that they developed for Slave Zero, which um, the team at Ziggurat um, have uh, have kind of taken and run with and added loads and loads of extra story content that that, that underpins. Uh, and, and fills in all of the background stuff to the to to the characters and the world setting and everything and uh, you know and and as Ant was saying you know Ant's Ant's been busy working on 2000 AD stuff you know for the last 20 30 years um, this this is a genre that you know we're kind of hot wired to 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 love over here um, so we we um, we've helped them develop some comic book stories. Um, that are going to get printed as sort of custom comics that get bundled in with the game. Um, and then there's going to be a sort of very high-end premium version uh, that you can get, which will have a sort of hardcover version of the comic books uh, stories in there, plus all, a load of art development from the, um, uh, from the game. So you get this sort of like premium art book slash graphic novel um, that goes in the sort of high-end bundle. To talk about the visuals a little bit, it, it's really cool looking, first of all, but mm. it gives me kind of a vibe like the uh, Heavy Metal Magazine or 2000 AD. It's got a really sweet retro cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and, and of course, you know, stuff like Mega City thrown across there. It's just, it, everything's giving me that vibe. Yeah, to totally. Um, um, yeah, like, like, like I say, even down, like I say, to the, to the, and, and, you know, it's entirely coincidental, but the word mega city being splashed in there is like instantly you're like, oh yeah, I'm in familiar territory here, but it's all, um, so it's dystopian future. It's, it's definitely got that. And I think one of the reasons they went for the side scrolling nature and, and, and like, if you could play the music, it's very synth wave, you know, it's very of, of that genre of games. Yes. Yeah. And it's brilliant. It's that, like, I, I didn't realize I loved that stuff. So I started like watching all of the, the videos on this and it's like, oh, wow, that's a genre I actually really, really dig. Um, 
and and you know it's 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 samurais it's it's biomechanical um it's it, you know it's all about um um it, you know secret experiments and a, a megalomaniac um sort of ruler of a of a dystopian um city you know again tick 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 <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, it really, really does look amazing, and I would love to play the music, but I, I uh, YouTube is so quick with the copyright strikes these days, yeah. so I'm just very hesitant. But yeah, playing the video. Fair use. Folks. Fair use. Yeah. But, uh, all right, I can maybe do a few seconds, but um, no, it really does. Look amazing. I understand your caution, bro. It's cool. Yeah. Well, hey, um, I've got the uh, URL scrolling across the bottom of the screens uh, for anyone who's listening and not watching. That'll be ziggurat.games/game/slash slave dash zero dash x um is that the best thing to go to if i want to buy the game and get a hold of the comic yeah i think i think it in yeah going to the ziggurat um site will forward you to where you can get it i know it's on steam the demos on steam at the moment in the steam store so okay. you know there's a um it's got a good introductory level in it uh, and a training zone so you can go test it out. Um, it the other the other cool thing, um, particularly about doing an old fashioned retro side scroller using today's technology, is they 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 do really cool stuff like flip the POV. So so you're side scrolling and then suddenly it'll move around and then you'll start Ooh. side scrolling in a different direction and stuff like that. You know, so you know it's it uses today's 3D technology to enhance what is essentially what used to be and again gents would probably have a same a similar age the same old arcade style of side scrolling mm -hmm. game but now it moves around a lot more than those ever did that's really neat i like yeah. it it's so what was fun. it like um digging into the comic and working together after after uh, so many years uh, i mean well i mean andy and i I've, we've we've found ways to work together <laughs> for the last 35 years one way or another we've done a lot of crazy stuff over the years quite a lot of it not comic related but um uh but yeah now with ideas and inks we, we're doing quite a bit of this now so uh so that's very cool um and it's uh it, it's it never feels any different it's really nice i mean it's the fact you know i i i still like working with them which is nice so <laughs> I think, what, what's what's wacky about the fact and and again we can you know we'll, we'll go we'll move away from slave zero to a certain extent just to give you the backstory but then we can bring it back again but um is that that ant and i shared a studio when we first started out in the 90s um uh in 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 brixton in london with um with, with the going on outside <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, with 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 Kev Hopgood, um, Iron Man artist um, um, at the time, and with um, Steve White, um, who who was a colorist at Marvel as well, and we had this cr what seemed like a crazy idea at the time, which was why don't people use comic books more to develop story ideas outside of comic books? <laughs> you know, and, and and we were like that that would be like. It, you know, and again, we were like looking at things like video game development and stuff like that. And it's like these things are teed up with a with a story world that I'm sure the people who buy that stuff would want to see stories from. Um, and you know, and it went down like a lead balloon at the time because at the time people were like, "Comics, ha, huh, that's for kids," <laughs> you know. And um, and and it's like come come round like thirty years later everybody wants their own story world you know and it's like and, and what's the best way to develop your story world 
comic books you know it's like <laughs> you know I, I love the term story world uh we, we use that a lot in uh tabletop rpgs which you can yeah. see behind me um yeah. and, yeah, and you're right you... comics and and, and tabletop are, are both yeah. places where a lot of lore gets developed a lot of worlds get created yeah you i mean it, it, it's funny actually because um you know i played D D at school and then but got really into uh, um, RPGs with, uh, with Traveller. Did you ever play Traveller, Ross? Yes, I did. Yes, I yeah. did. Great. Game. Well, I can see from your Legion, your Legion shirt, you're you 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 you're good. Got good sci-fi cred at least. Is, is <laughs> but, but you can, and again, from from and, and and you know, Ant and I, our background is you know, in British comics, a lot of it is sci-fi. You know, yeah. and so so to some extent, I always thought of marvel comics as science fiction comics first and foremost more than superhero comics um because the comics and the ones i was really into were things like fantastic four um captain marvel <laughs> you know it's it's like you know the, the cosmic books and stuff like that and so it was like they were you know they were they were very sci-fi led for me so the rpg i then got into was traveler which is the sci-fi version of dnd &D, basically spaceships traveling around worlds <laughs> and stuff like that and 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 didn't realize that it's probably the best training wheels for a up-and-coming writer <laughs> um, <laughs> because because again you know you're like you know doing sessions over over a weekend where you're playing at two in the morning and you you know and you're making up stuff whole cloth because someone's someone's gone down a, a, a road which you didn't want them to but you've got to you've got to at least try to weave the story back to brilliant bring it bring it back to where you've got it planned and stuff like that it's like you know so being a sort of um a, a dungeon master um is it it, it, it it really was i've realized now was my my sort of training for being a comic writer for convoluted marvel and dc continuity <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to I guess those are things you can say when you're off the official payroll, but yeah, I had to give up. <laughs> I still check in with the occasional event, but um, I, I, I couldn't tell you what's happening in the X-Men right now if I had a scorecard. Well, yeah. I think it's fair to say Marvel's space and cosmic stuff is well, way more developed um, than DC's. And honestly, uh, Andy uh, has had a lot to do with that. <laughs> uh, everything, you know from uh nova guardians of the galaxy uh realm of kings you've you've done a lot of work with marvel to build out their sci-fi their their space stuff and i think yeah. that's really really cool no i mean and and you know with it with with that it was um working with andy schmidt who was sort of like the editorial director of all of the annihilation stuff when it kicked off and then with um uh, bill roseman after that but you know th those guys really loved the, the the cosmic stuff as well um and 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 what was even better was the fact that no one was doing anything with it at the time so we kind of had a blank slate to play with um um and and you know prior to that we did sort of three years worth of legion stories where again we were given we weren't given the blank slate because there's literally a legion of the buggers um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um but what we were told to do with that working was was strip it down to the core to try to bring in a whole you know readership um and refresh everything it was it was it was sort of like it was in a time where the book had just got a little bit stale because it had, you know um in the incarnation it had been in it had been going for i don't know, I think it was like that run had been five over five years worth of stuff um and and it so we took it back down to like like 12 members and then and then 
bit by bit kept adding more and more and more until we got you know so we did the legion lost storyline and then brought it back to legion worlds where you really did open it up to this is a planetary based story world that we're playing in so um but but just to quickly loop it back to what we're talking about with the slave zero stuff was was so you know there's there's me and amp going like develop story worlds go to people and 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 it's what star wars did really well which is you know stay in touch with your fan base when in between projects <laughs> you know because because making movies takes a long time making a video game takes a long time people get into that stuff and they want to have a connection to that world star wars did it with the toys with the comics with the the the, the novels and stuff and actually i think kicked off that whole interconnected sort of you know ip world that they they built out but you know the same the same with this the, the, the you know the slave zero stuff is is we can we can tell stories and backstories around these characters that you don't necessarily get to see in the game and and, and the stories we created for this were um kind of prequel stuff that, that set up the game so there are three three different characters who appear in the game um uh who we kind of um tell tell their stories and we get and and um we worked with three different artists on that so uh so um you know no normally ant gets to gets to get first dibs on the stuff we do with this but but ant was more art directing on this side of the stuff but we worked with um clark bint a british artist who's doing the um the the art on the uh, um what's it bloody called slate um oh god uh, rebel moon the the comic book oh. based on the schneider movie series oh, yeah yeah so clark's fantastic um worked with andy mcdonald uh, american artist who who i met at motor city con and, and and picked up one of his little um you know his little art books who's fantastic really good artist and uh, and with uh, Anna Reedman another uh, british artist over here who um, I've worked with before who and she she's fantastic she's um, really good so so not only not only did we get to explore slightly different stories with different characters each one had its own distinct art style as well which we thought you know played into uh, you know the strengths of the storytelling side of things well <clears throat> kudos to anthony williams because uh, this game looks amazing and <laughs> it's ex exactly what i would think of if i was described this with just words uh, <laughs> so really good job on on bringing out a lot of the uh the aspects of love i love the uh the image of the guy with no eyes you know and it's just a, a the, the mouth we can see it's very uh ad police if you will yeah uh, which i really dig it's got that vibe and uh yeah, you're doing great. That's all I can say. I mean, I wish our listeners could see this because it's really impressive. So go well, you know, Russ, on, uh, if you go to Ziggurat Games, that Ziggurat yeah. Games slash Games slash Slave Dash Zero Dash X, they can see it right you, now. You you beat me to it, Mike. I was gonna. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm a, I'm a good corporate soldier. I was gonna I was gonna do exactly that. But um, but the the, the other really cool thing, and you can see, and you'll see this when you go into the the website, is um. The game design team at Ziggurat, 
you know, um, and I and, and the art director was Francine Bridge, and she had written a lot, of, a lot, and believe me, it is a lot. is like a whole almost novel of of a timeline backstory, uh, and um, and she did the artwork, cut the cover artwork for one of the stories, but but all of that art design stuff, the look of Slave Zero and things like that, it's 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 amazing, and and that's going to form part of the art book that complements the graphic novel side of things. And I love that. So I don't know you guys, but I think again, we're hot wired the same way, guys. We, we, you love seeing the behind the scenes stuff, don't you? Lo I, everyone loves to see how the sausage gets made. And it's like, you know, getting to see character designs, seeing them fleshing out the story world and, you know, and how they make the decisions they make. So each of these levels is set in a different location, a different zone of the city that have got such brilliant names like Zone 1 is called the Hell of the Rising Mists. Um, and, and Zone 4 is the Hell of the Hundred Devils. Um, and, <laughs> and and that zone there is the, the Hell of Many Colours and it's the Pleasure District. So each each of those zones has got a different flavour to it. And, and, and that's what we thought we'd do with the art. You know, when I said we'd go with different artists, was let's reflect the different styles because each each of the stories takes place in a different zone as well. And so we, we're playing with, you know, the idea that they, they've gone to the trouble of designing these to look aesthetically really interesting and different so uh, that's that's why we played with um, different art styles too so this is if we were to break this down from a story point of view this is really more of like a, a martial arts samurai type story right it it, it, it is um it's 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 kind of um you know it's it's a cyberpunk version of that that sort of tale where where instead of the uh Instead of the the demon infused sword or armor, it, it's it's like it's it's like the cyberpunk version of that, where the, it's a bio organic uh, suit of armor that fuses with our hero Sue, uh, and then they go on a sort of revenge mission, working their way up the various levels to take down the the big bad, who's the called the uh, Sovereign Khan or Sov Khan, for short. But then there's there's some very cool sub plots in there and stories again which which is what we were playing with he's got a um um kind of like a um his eyes and ears is a computer hacker called Aisha and and they guide him through the uh, through the world and they've got their own reason for vengeance and then you've got each of the the boss levels that was a one of them there um are called the calamities and there's the five calamities and so therefore there's you know sort of the five levels that you have to defeat and they've they, again each one of those has got their own unique personality and unique story um uh, which ultimately becomes a very personal story for the character of Shu who's part of the you know the underground resistance, quite literally underground resistance, because they live in the sewers. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. This looks really interesting. I'll be checking it out on Steam right after this. And uh, like we said, folks, go to ziggurat.games, and this Slave Zero X is right there on the pull-down menu. You can find that easily. Um, <laughs> any uh, any closing thoughts? Any final thoughts before we wrap up here? Uh, well, Andy opened the door, so I've got to ask the question. Okay. Who is your favorite Legionnaire, and why is it Ultra Boy? <laughs> very good i think ultra boy is definitely in my uh my, my top 10 but i i must say i my my formative legion years were, were when mike grill was drawing it 
um and i loved wildfire and timberwolf because oh of, god they're so cool <laughs> yeah and 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 dawnstar because because of that and 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 then i'm now i'm going and then karate <laughs> as well it's like it's like it, the, all of those ones that pop up from that run um but then i also absolutely love giffin's five year later stories my favorite absolutely, absolutely favorite. hands yeah. down hands Woo! down yeah i'm with you on that because again story world <laughs> Story, it's a story world, all that back material that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. and Ultra Boy in that is fantastic, you know. So, you know, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, um, it's, it's one of those ones it kind of changes based on, on mood. <laughs> I do have, I have one thing I really I, I want to point out because I don't know if our listeners know this, and I don't even know if Mike knows this. Um, Andy, you're a writer and an anchor, which is mm. a very rare combination in comics. And I wanted to ask you, um, does your experience as an inker, how does that relate to your collaborative writing skills? I, I Well, I, I think actually Ant can probably answer this better because, because I've written a lot of stories that I've then inked and with Ant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think, I think the, the thing about Andy, um, and I, I will speak for you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> The thing about Andy is you love the collaboration aspect of comics, don't you? You love the fact that you're working with people. It's so because I mean it's it can be a, a very lonely way to earn a living at times, you know, where you uh, where you're locked away in a dark room for weeks on end, potentially not talking to anybody. But I mean, with Andy, it's always been you know in the old days we'd be on the phone all day talking to each other while we were working, um, and um, you know, I mean, obviously, latterly now. You, you would just jump on a call like this and, and chat away. But but I think the the storytelling part of it, you know, the fact that when he's writing, he Andy's got a really good sense of visually about what he's giving to somebody to draw, you know, far more so than you might get um a lot of times. You know, you'll get you'll get a script through and you you know that the person who's written it is struggling is struggling to to really understand what the cap what the ability the capabilities are of the penciler you know and uh, what you can do in a story but but Andy's a pencil you know he's he's a you know he's a good penciler in his own right as well you know so um uh so I think I think he you know he plays all the all the roles he's just it's a bit dangerous giving him a pencil so we just keep him <laughs> on the right <laughs> end the but, but, but this is this is the really wacky thing though is is you remember and said we started out together and it's it's kind of like a thread i think that's come full circle with this this job is is one of the reasons we you know we we kind of like we're commercial artists and so you know you, you work where the work is right but um we started out in the UK for Marvel UK on the real Ghostbusters comic. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, um, and, and, and started just like a week before me, I think on that. Drawn yeah, the, so drawn show the some respect. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> um, but, 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 but again, that's drawing other people's characters on what they used to call on model. So we had loads of um, reference of the turnarounds of the characters and stuff like that. And so literally playing with someone else's characters and, and making up stories with them. And, um, and, and then after that, um, we went on to work uh, um, at Marvel on the Clive Barker verse comics 
um uh, it was a, a comic called hokum and hex that's right um yeah if you remember back in the day and again it's like so you, you know this 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 notion of, of of sitting down and developing and working you know with other people's worlds and characters and stuff like that was really cool but but the, the ghostbusters one particularly was i took in three pages of continuity art that i drew and i made up a story in my head because i wanted it to show i could do storytelling um it got me to got it got me to gig but Richard Starkins, who was the editor at the time, said to me, can, can you finish the story, please? I want to know what happens. And so, so and one because... day he will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've left him hanging for 35 years. With your last dying breath. <laughs> well, if you're looking for closing... If you're looking for a closing thought, I think uh, the only other thing I would like to ask is just what is, um, for Anthony and Andy, what's your favorite story bits about slave zero um okay. I'll, I'll let you lead off andy because then i can think okay <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the the thing with slave zero x which which i found really interesting to dig into was was the the, the setting because it's a video game and so you're just going to enjoy enjoy running around hitting slashing blowing things up and everything like that but the fact that there is a rich setting to that as i alluded to before each level has got its own look and its own design its own boss um you know the best types of video games the best type of anything comes when you've got a really cohesive story behind it because it it just makes the whole experience richer you know and and uh, and there are cut scenes in this that, that that go into the the story between the characters and stuff like that and so so the main character slave zero which is in all intents and purposes, meant to be literally a slave, just a an organic suit that does its it, it, its its um, owner's bidding, actually develops its own personality, its own ego, um, and 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 is then cast adrift as a defect and found by the resistance, and therefore they then bond together bonds together with our, our our human hero character. It's like that's pretty cool as well, and and apart from anything else. It looks awesome. <laughs> it looks. You can't really deny that at all. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Yeah, yeah and, and you know, uh, from my perspective, I mean, first and foremost, just you know, as an artist, the art design on it is lovely. I mean, what you know, the way the way um, Francine developed, you know, the, the, this whole new look for it, um, the very dark dystopian cyberpunk look looks looks amazing. But then, I also because I wasn't drawing the stories. It, and you know, and Andy was writing them. I have the pleasure of seeing how the three stories that we did really fill out the world. You know, they really do. I mean, and and because they are so, each one is completely different flavors. When you see them, you'll see exactly what I mean. And it, uh, and it really gives a sense of a much, much bigger world. You know, and I think uh, that that's the fun of doing it. Is uh, and with with a, most of the stuff that we try and do is is taking that. You know, taking something where somebody's put their heart and soul into it and we get a chance to actually expand this world out and go back to the word story world. I mean, that's, that in the end is bottom line of, you know, what we try and do. Sweet. Sweet. Um, well, we'll definitely be checking this out. Um, so you, you guys have a company where you, you pitch these kind of, these kind of promotion ideas to, uh, uh other firms like Ziggurat. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, can so, you give uh, us a hint okay. of anything you guys have coming up in the future? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, I mean, so we, we, we've got a website, ideasandinks.com. Um, 
so um and and in fact there's a, a little um sort of like um sting video we got up front which has got artwork from the comics in it and i'm i'm pretty sure we'll check with whether jasmine pops up again but we we, we can check with her. i'm sure we can get you guys um pdfs of the stuff to have a look at as well to check it out because that, um, that would be amazing sir Thank yeah you. i'm oh, sure we can yeah. sort that out for you lads all right well, hey, uh, just one last time, I want to say it, uh, ziggurat.games slash game slash slave dash zero dash X. Check it out. Or if you're on Steam, like all the cool kids are, you can check out the free demo right now. So, uh, Ant, Andy, pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and to, and to you too. Cheers, Mike. Cheers, Ross. Been a pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and to all listeners and viewers, uh, we'll catch you next time on the BAMP podcast. And let's do the 